Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Back by popular demand, we have Jordan Mulligan, Marketing Manager for Muskoka Tourism. We've taped him about three times. He's a young father, married, lives in the Muskoka region, Bela, where they have the very famous Bala Cranberry Festival, and people drive hundreds of miles to go to the Cranberry Festival. He, he's moved to Muskoka five years ago and now lives with his wife and child in the small, charming town of Bala. He feels very fortunate that he gets to market Muskoka every day to the world because it's an easy sell, and it is. You feel like you're heaven and earth. We're taping at the Taboo Resort in the winter. Uh, and in fact, it's Thanksgiving Day in the United States, and this program airs on December 17th. So let's first uh, talk about Muskoka. Uh, this is something that is of great interest to people, mostly from Toronto, but you have people coming in from New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Vermont, New Hampshire, all the states that the Rust Report on ESPN reaches, because we reach 17 states from northern United States down to northern Florida, west of the Mississippi. So tell us, what is the Muskoka phenomenon, Jordan Mulligan? Thank you so much for having me back here, Brian. I love, uh, love coming out and talking with you and, and talking to the, uh, your American listeners so that they, they too can know how beautiful this region in Canada is. The uh, Muskoka, as you, as you, you mentioned, um, it is, it's, it's renowned. It's renowned in Toronto, but also in the northern United States. And for over 150 years, we've had many, many U.S. travelers um, come up to Muskoka. They would, they, would just, they would take a train up to Toronto, um, then they would hop on a train up to Gravenhurst, and then hop on the steamships. Uh, to, to traverse the lakes and drop them off at the various resorts well before roads ever came in here. So uh, we've, we've been hosting, been playing host to American travelers for well over 150 years. Some very, very prominent names up here um, for those 150 years. One that comes to mind is the Mellon family from, from Pittsburgh. They have a, a property on um, one of the lakes and they've been here for, for well over a century. And don't you have the Cummins family with the That's Cummins one. engines? Mm -hmm. I think they're from... Was it Michigan? I believe uh, so. Yes. They have a big estate up here. A nice, a nice compound. But they've been coming for years and years and years. So, so their their families have been able to pass on the traditions to their. To and their of course, the children. Eaton family, the Eaton's mm -hmm. department store. Yep. They've they've had <clears throat> land up here. Indeed, um, a lot of a lot of uh, Canadian uh, business business people have, have have land up here. The Rogers family. Uh, Kevin O'Leary off of uh, he, has, he has he has a television show in uh, in the United States um, on Shark Tank, and and he and uh, a number of the other 
investors on that show have properties up here. We we were the vacation home to a, a number of celebrities, whether it's and, Justin and Bieber, Goldie Hawn, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, <laughs> Kurt Russell, Cindy Crawford, and long before we were both born, Clark Gable, Clark Gable and mm-hmm. Carol Lombard, I believe, came on their honeymoon to Big Win. Yes, they did. That's yeah. yep. So for a hundred over, well over a century, we've been playing host to. Uh, um, not only Canadians, but also many U.S. travelers, and and nowadays with uh, with the dollar exchange rate at, at, at what it is, it's it's a very very um, economical trip for those in the northeastern United States just to uh, venture into Canada. Maybe it's a four-hour, five-hour, six-hour drive to Muskoka, but the American dollar with the exchange rate goes so much further up here. Now we're talking twenty-five to thirty percent discount. Indeed, indeed. So last time I checked, I think uh, one dollar American was getting was fetching a dollar thirty-one Canadian. That's pretty good, I believe. Um, so uh, any, any, you know, I'm thinking of going down to America, uh, to U.S. In, so you have to in bring marriage. a lot of money. So I have to bring a lot more money, and I lose that, right? So I, if I pay for a flight out of, uh, you know, that's a thousand dollars. Uh, sorry, if I pay for a flight that's that's seven hundred dollars American, that's a thousand dollars Canadian. So I I get the 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 opposite end of it, which kind of prohibits my travel, but it cert- certainly encourages the uh, U.S. travelers to take advantage of it. Um, Muskoka, as I mentioned, for the last century, has been very very popular vacation destination. Just a few years ago it received some significant significant recognition from from National Geographic. A couple um, of the accolades that it did receive was in 2011 it was the number one best summer trip in the world. So there's a lot of competition for that one and um, Mm -hmm. they were able to come out number one. So you can you can imagine the you know the level of excellence that that you have to be to, to gain that. Again, National Geographic gave us a, uh, a recognition as one of the best of the world, um, 20 must-see places. So in the entire world, uh, here's the 20 must-see places that you, you need to visit. And we were again recognized by them. And um, more recently this year, uh, recognized by National Geographic as one of 50 places of a lifetime in Canada. So um, th- there is that... Um, we certain there is that recognition as a an amazing Canadian destination, but you really have to be here and experience it to to understand. If I could wrap it up mm-hmm. in you know thirty seconds, the elevator okay. speech for for Muskoka. Go ahead. It's it's you know the incredible nature, the the stunning views, the Canadian wilderness, but also there's a lot of unexpected excitement that you you wouldn't expect to to find in in vast Canadian wilderness. So there's incredible dining, there's, there's fun, there's shows, exciting shows, uh, world-class golf, five-star accommodations. So all of this, uh, great shopping, beautiful shopping stores and, and uh, quaint shops to, 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 to visit. All of this in one of the most beautifully stunning places in Canada. Now, you forgot one person who's very famous throughout Canada and the United States. I've never had her on my program. I had another singer on my program. Marie Osmond has been on this program. Mm-hmm. And the famous dancer and singer Cheetah Rivera 
of Kiss of the Spider Woman, which was in Toronto, but a very famous woman started her career, Shania Twain. That's a great tell, point. Tell, tell us about that. Shania Twain. I believe her name was Eileen Twain. Okay. <laughs> before right. she became famous, but she made her. Uh, she became famous and made her name um, on the stages at Deerhurst Resort, which is one of the more uh, prominent resorts in Muskoka. I can sidebar on Deerhurst later, but. Um, so there, there was a live stage show for years and years and years, and she moved from the town of Timmins, nearly mm -hmm. 20 hours away, wow. to, uh, to bring her family and her, her brothers and sisters to Muskoka so that she could perform. And on that stage, she uh, you know, started making waves in the, in the music industry, and within a couple of years, she had shot uh, up to superstar status in uh, all across North America on the country scene. And that she is definitely one of our prized possessions. She's done so much, so many amazing things in uh, the music industry in her lifetime, and uh, we're so so incredibly proud of her. And we love to 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 talk about her whenever we can and brag about her because she is one of, one of Muskoka's daughters and that really made it big on the uh, on the main stage and has done done us all very very proud. Yes, she's very famous. We'd love to have her on the program. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, the wilderness here and the season that just completed. Mm -hmm. And I came up for, for Canadian Thanksgiving three or four years ago, and the leaves, the orange, the yellows, the reds, the panoramic views are out of this world. So you just completed this a few weeks ago. What was the fall foliage like in 2016, Jordan Mulligan? Well, this was probably the best year that I can imagine that I've that I can remember, and no, I don't just say that because it actually it was it was phenomenal. Um, probably lasted about three weeks longer than usual. I I, I think it was just a mixture of of the weather, uh, maybe getting a late start, but they they we were able to the leaves were able to hold onto the leaves longer. The trees were able to hold onto the leaves longer. The the colors just seem more prominent um, and 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 recently just this year we were named by Huffington Post as uh, the best place to view fall, or, fall colors in Canada so one of the reasons that they, they named that gave us that honor was because you know we, we have some of the best fall colors in Canada if not the best fall colors in Canada but also all the ways that you can experience and immerse yourself in the fall colors so boat cruises, going boating, going zip lining, going and hiking, um, hiking to the highest lookouts to, to see these beautiful colors. So that mixed with the, with the actual display of fall colors gave us this, this number one destination in Canada and we were very, very proud of it. And this year definitely proved them right. We are sorry that uh, Jordan's boss is not feeling well, Michael Lawley, a very fine gentleman, and he's with Muskoka Tourism as executive director. He's feeling a little under the weather. Again, we're taping this from the Taboo Resort in Gravenhurst, Ontario. For those who are listening in South Buffalo, Montreal, or northern Florida to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always read cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. As we have received letters at ESPN as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power.
I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guest, Mo Nalon, who is working very hard on a U.S. naval ship being commissioned in Buffalo, Nick Langworthy, Erie County Republican Chairman, and a program on the Friendship Foundation helping mental health. For those who just tuned in, Jordan Mulligan is the Marketing Manager for Muskoka, Ontario Canadian Tourism. He moved to Muskoka five plus years ago and now lives with his family with a new baby in the small charming town of Bala. He feels very fortunate that he gets to market Muskoka every day to the world because it's an easy sell. Our guest today, Jordan Mulligan. Now, while we're taping this on Thanksgiving Day for December 17th broadcast, there's about three or four inches of snow here. The uh, lake is not iced up yet. However, I would think people are starting to think about snowmobiling. There's four inches of snow. Is there enough snow for snowmobiling right now? And oh, it will, it will still be another month or so, probably, okay. uh, before we even start um, getting out on the trails. But isn't that, isn't that amazing that, uh, I, I guess a lot of your listeners might think that we're always under snow. Um, not the case, but it does certainly start early. I mean, we're in the middle of uh, near third week of November here, and the snow is, has come, and we're definitely bracing down for another winter. And from what I hear, this is going to be a winter with a lot of snow in Muskoka. Oh, that's good for snowmobiling. It, it's excellent for snowmobiling. So the reason that we're going to have so much snow, I guess, is that the Great Lakes have been so uh, above above average temperatures, so mm -hmm. they're, they're a lot warmer, which I think some sort of, you know, the, the temperature of the water mixed with cold fronts creates, uh, creates a ton of snow or something like that. I slept through... Uh, grade 11 climatology, but okay. um, be that as it may, that's gonna it's gonna give us a, gr a great amount of snowfall this year. Um, Muskoka is in a snow belt already, so we do average more snow than other parts of Ontario. It's just gonna mean more snow for us this year. Okay. Now, snowmobiling is an extremely popular sport for the locals here, but I've also fielded a number of phone calls from. Um, people in southern Ontario, Niagara, as well as in uh, northeastern United States, giving me a call and saying, "Is there snow on the trails? Should I, should I put my sled on the trailer and come on up?" And most of the times, the answer is uh, is yes. So, mm -hmm. if you're if you're wondering about snowmobile con conditions and you're looking, to, if you don't have snow where you are and you want to go sledding, give us a call. Uh, look us up online, Muskoka Tourism, and we'll let you know how the trails are and if it if it's worth it for you to come up for a tour. One of the more popular snowmobile tours in Ontario makes its way through a corner of Muskoka, and that's called uh, the Rap Tour, the Round Algonquin Park Tour. And Algonquin Park, of course, is is the world famous provincial park in Ontario that uh, is a is a beautiful, beautiful provincial park, mm -hmm. but very, very large as well. So the tour around. Algonquin Park is an 850-kilometer tour on your sled, and you know the average—I um, would say the average snowmobiler would probably want to do it in about four to five days, averaging about 200 kilometers a day. How many miles is that? About 100 miles a day, or just less than 100? 100, 120. 120. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. They, if they if they they take it maybe uh, you know at their own pace and do it in about four days, some of the more 
gung-ho sledders, snowmobilers might want to do it in a two to three day mm -hmm. and, and really just ride their sled hard and, and rest at night but get up early and do the same thing again. But um, if you're looking for a great ride this year, this is something that you should be checking out. It's got, it's got vast, uh, you know, snowmobile highways. It's got great lookouts. It's got um, uh, forest riding. So it's got a whole different um, aspects of snowmobiling that, that's going to test all your, all your expertise on the trails. Now let's talk about some other interesting things that are available. Again, uh, the air date of this program is December 17th and you say Santa's Village is open around Christmas time. And another thing that people do, and I, I would imagine they may helicopter in, you said there's flying in to hunting lodges. Now is that by airplane with, with uh, skids on the side or is it by helicopter? Talk about Santa's Village and these fly-ins. Um, the fly-in hunting is it, it's, uh, very popular up in northern Ontario and most of the fly-in that, that happens is actually with float planes and there's lodges and resorts that are set up specifically to facilitate hunters. They they have the stands. They have the uh, they have the chartered float plane service. They have accommodation. They have food, and really they cater to that hunting market. So so they land on the lake. Mm hmm. Most of the time. Okay. Most of the on time. On frozen lakes. Um, no, it would uh, at this point in time the lakes wouldn't be frozen. So it's okay. it's the it would have the uh, the floats on the bottom that just they land on the on the lake and kind of propeller their way into uh, into the dock. Okay. Um, you know, moose hunting, deer hunting, bear hunting. Uh, That's all legal up here. There, yeah, there, there's, there's, there's definitely guidelines and, and, and regulations that you, that you need and need to apply for tags and that sort of thing. But, um, you know, you'd certainly be able to find that information online. But if you're looking for hunting lodges, just, um, you know, go to, go to your computer, type in hunting lodges in Ontario, and you're really going to find that great Canadian wilderness experience here. Okay, let's talk about Santa's Village. Why is that a good place to go with uh, little children around the Christmas holiday? Well, Santa's Village is it's it's over sixty years old, and it's a uh, an amu a family amusement park in Bracebridge. Um, Bracebridge is the forty fifth parallel, which makes them exactly half from the North Pole in terms of. Uh, uh, the 90th parallel. So what we say is we're Santa's summer home and Santa comes down here all throughout the summer. He meets and greets with all the families, all the children. Um, there's rides, amusements, um, elves. Great. It's a great time for the family. During the winter, they, they close down, but they open specifically during Christmas season over the holidays mm -hmm. to, uh, so that right, they open right before Christmas so that children can go and, um, meet with Santa before Christmas, but then they have a whole bunch of activities and games to keep the little ones busy and entertained and having fun. And that just this year, they, they've they um, incorporated over a thousand lights into the into the amusement park so that people can go at night and look at the beautiful lights, Christmas lights, lighting up the trees, lighting up the trails as they go and meet with Santa right before the holidays. And then right after Christmas, they're, they're still open um, for much of the same entertainment, but then you get to thank Santa for all the all the toys that he was able to Good. bring this year. It's a very very popular um, popular amusement park in Muskoka, and and most people that have gone to Santa's Village 
their parents have gone to Santa's village, their grandparents have gone to Santa's village, and they pass along that tradition generation to generation. I've been to one in Lake Placid, New York, at Santa's Village, when I was, uh, the kids were small and mm -hmm. they, they loved it. Now, this is something unusual I'm going to ask you about because most people in the United States can't understand this, but I understand there are a lot of people in the Muskoka region who stay in the winter at their cottage and instead of going by boat to go get groceries or go to the mainland, in the winter, the water is two or three feet deep with ice and they snowmobile. Mm -hmm. Do you see that? I've, I certainly do see it. So a lot of time the uh, people that stay up here on, on islands and there's, there's a lot of islands on the lakes of Muskoka. Um, they, they'll have a beautiful cottage on the island and they feel secluded and they get to uh, have a, you know, a nice private vacation destination and then um, they stay there pretty much right until before the ice freezes and mm -hmm. then, the, and then they'll, they'll come off the island. And they'll have to give it maybe that three week period or four week period from, from right before the ice freezes until it's thick enough okay. and, then they, and then they'll uh, sled back in the winter months back and forth so they'll go do their groceries or they'll go go to the post office on their snowmobile and it's kind of uh it's funny that when you think about it it, it sounds like a little uh <laughs> it's unusual unusual yeah, but it's 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 the lifestyle that they love and and who's who's to, to blame him for it i mean he's private secluded um it, it's it's it sounds like a, a very romantic life to live as long as the snowmobile doesn't go through the <laughs> yeah. ice, it'll you, be very nice. You yeah. certainly have to make sure that the, <laughs> yeah, the ice is thick enough. Several feet thick. Mm -hmm. uh, we're learning a great deal on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Our guest today is Jordan Mulligan, Marketing Manager for Muskoka Tourism. For those who just tuned in, he moved into this region of Ontario five years ago, lives with his family in a beautiful town of Bala. And it feels very fortunate that he gets to market Muskoka every day to the world because it's an easy sell. Now, you live in Ballon, one of the most famous things. And I went there. It was a little cold that day, but it was nice. And I had some very good cranberry pie, a tart. It was mm. very good. Um, tell us about that cranberry festival, when it is every year, and uh, how it attracts tens of thousands of people throughout the uh, Canada and the United States. The Bala Cranberry Festival is, um, it was just recently named by American Express as one of the top 15 harvest festivals in the world. So it is, it is very, very popular. And you can always remember the date as long as you remember when Canadian Thanksgiving is. So it's all mid-October. <laughs> exactly. And it's always the weekend after Canadian Thanksgiving. Okay. This year, um, I was on the, on the board of directors for the Bala Cranberry Festival and we experienced the busiest day that they've ever experienced and it was just a, a whole slew of factors that all, um, it, I'll call it the perfect storm, but uh, the fall colors that are a great draw okay. were, were, were late this year and they stayed later so on the Bala Cranberry Festival day most of the fall colors would be gone usually but they were just peaking around that time. Mm -hmm. The temperature was uh, somewhere around 15 degrees so Celsius, be around 60 degrees Fahrenheit, which is you know really great, beautiful weather mm -hmm. that time of year. The sun was shining. Um, there had been a lot of a lot of ex excitement leading up to the to the festival, and then all of these factors 
took place at the exact same time, and we saw over probably over 10,000 people in this small little town of 500 on the Saturday. I afternoon. had to walk quite a bit uh, from my car to the festival. It was mm -hmm. worth it, but I went a long walk. It's 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 very unique in that most towns have uh, like a fall fairground or a fairground where they can host this kind of event but Bala doesn't so what we do is the whole town becomes the fairground and all of the uh, you know all the, f the the rides and the entertainment and the um, the food the the vendors the shopping all just pops up in town on the main street of town and all and a bunch of side streets so it's it's a very unique concept and it certainly has worked for the last 30 years. I can oh, say that. Oh, it's wonderful. And the, and that uh, cranberry tart was delicious. We have about two minutes left on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Our guest is Jordan Mulligan, Marketing Manager for Muskoka, Ontario Tourism. What about what other winter activities and sports uh, do you have in the Muskoka region for people to come hundreds of miles for? The de it's definitely a winter destination. The um, snowmobiling is, is one exciting activity, but we have hundreds and hundreds of cross-country ski trails and cross-country ski rentals, hundreds of, of miles of snowshoeing trails. Ice fishing is, is popular on the lakes and you can actually get guided ice fishing um, experiences so that someone can help you, you can rent a hut. You can actually have a fish fry on the lake, which is just something that you need to experience. It's, it's awesome. Like awesome. Yeah. We have downhill skiing. Um, everyone's favorite winter bucket list experience is dog sledding. And there's a dog sledding ranch just north of Huntsville. And um, if you haven't tried that, that's a, another exciting, exciting winter experience that you need to try. And then the, one of the most popular is the Arrowhead Ice Skating Trail. It was featured last year on... Uh, nationally in, in America on uh, one of the morning shows, one of the popular morning shows. Um, and it's been widely featured throughout North America. It's basically skating through the beautiful Canadian forest, ice skating through the beautiful Canadian forest. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rust Report to a close. We've learned a great deal from Jordan Mulligan, marketing manager for Muskoka Tourism in Canada regarding the winter season and why people should travel hundreds of miles to Muskoka, Ontario. Special thanks to our Director of Production, Kevin Carr, and thanks to Michael Lawley for arranging this program. Thank you for enlightening us, Jordan Mulligan. Have a great week. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.